hanging the wash and weeding the squash and working mighty hard. Mama had to run to the outhouse. She said, baby, I'll be right back. But the boy set off up the hill and a crawl just as soon as she turned her back, her back, as soon as she turned her back. Mama was back in the blink of an eye, but the boy was nowhere in sight. She searched all over, low and high, when she found him it gave her a terrible fright. At first she couldn't speak, then she started to shriek, Christopher Black, get down. He was sitting up there on the windmill platform, watching the wheels spin around and round, just watching that wheel spin around. He's a born windmill baby, a natural windmill boy. He can climb up any tower. He's his pappy's pride and joy. He got a, a tail like a monkey and a fly script in each hand. He'll be a, a wind spinning, water pumping, bona fide windmill man, oh man, a bona fide windmill man. Up truck, he was tired and mighty beat. Mama said, If you're hungry, you're out of luck. You got a job to do before you can eat. We got a baby who's been climbing on the windmill tower. You gotta build us a fence this very hour. Ah, don't be a fool, Ma. He's learning wind power. He can take my place when I'm obsolete. He'll be a windmill baby complete. And he's a born windmill baby, a natural windmill boy. He can climb up any tower. He's as happy as pride and joy. He got a, a tail like a monkey and a vice grip in each hand. He'll be a, a wind spinning, water pumping, bona fide windmill man, oh man, a bona fide windmill man. You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. You are listening to Your Community Spirit. This is Ord Energy Mon. We are back. This is your community spirit, and this is Tree Song. Let's see what we've got on tap today. 
Do we want to talk a little about about the FDA? Who's sure. that? Uh, I don't know. The Food and Drug Administration, right? Oh, yeah, that's who they are. <laughs> they bundle, apparently food and drugs are in the same category. Yeah, apparently to some people, you know. Uh, but anyway, the FDA backtracks on anti-antibiotic pledge, all while the public is distracted by the holidays. Uh, making the Twitter rounds uh, this week uh, is the news that the FDA has backtracked on a pledge to withdraw its approval of putting penicillin and tetracyclines in animal feeds. Apparently, they didn't want to make a big deal of the of the re, uh, reneging, uh, not announcing the move, just publishing publishing it, it in the Federal Register right before the Christmas holiday, when no one in the public and few in the news media are paying attention to much of anything other than the holiday itself. That seems kind of sneaky. It's sort of an annual holiday tradition, though, for politicians to try to sneak in certain things uh, while no one's looking during the holidays. Sneaking in. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't this the time of the year you're supposed to sneak in your New Year's resolution? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you actually make one, or do you um, just continue as... I just continue. Actually, if I do make one, it tends to be around uh, October 31st, which is the end of the sort of spiritual year calendar that I go by. Uh, so what are your green New Year's resolutions, um, your goals and your dreams? I think mine's going to be to get better sleep. <laughs> Not more sleep, just better. Yeah. I'd like to get more sleep and better sleep. <laughs> it's like, um, if you would like to, please share your uh, green New Year's resolutions on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash yourcommunityspirit. And we will pick and talk about some of them next week. Yes. Or once we get some on there yeah once we get some on there if you send your green uh, resolution suggestions then uh, they will be on the air if not we'll just have crickets playing for 10 or 20 seconds because you didn't send us anything well nature I actually think in one of my sound effect CDs I do have crickets (laughs) yeah and they actually sound pretty good they're actually very loud (laughs) yeah oh yeah crickets can be pretty loud creatures so we could give you some ideas of some new year's resolutions you could do how about 10 New Year's resolutions you can make as a family or as, you know, a community? So. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah. We, uh, each year we wish the best for our families, health, wealth, love, and happiness. But what's the easiest way to ensure this happens? By pursuing any of these 10 resolutions together as a family, you can all live with more joy, ease, and vitality. And these are things you can also pursue as individuals, too. Keep the house neat and tidy. Everybody can enjoy a neater home when everyone chips in to make it tidy. So it's like, make it fun and make it a group effort. Uh-huh. So Yeah, I think these first two are my favorites so far. Keep it clean and tidy and cook and eat together as a family. Kids who eat dinner with their families on a regular basis get better grades, are less likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, less likely to become obese or develop an eating disorder, and are less likely to be depressed and have better social skills. Yeah, That's because they yeah. get that practice. You know, whether it's a nice, pleasant conversation or fights with their siblings, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they get practice at being sociable and sharing their feelings and such. And with different age groups. I yeah. mean, a lot of, in school, you, people tend to just, you know, congregate with the same age group and then you don't develop a, you know, increased skill set. Yeah, the little ones can learn from the big ones, you know. Not, not everyone is like a, you know, a, a third grader pulling on your hair and putting, you know, doing bad things to you. <laughs> Number three, be harmonious. Rather than let fights drag on and on, 
I mean, I actually have uh, family members who haven't, you know, didn't talk to each other for 20 years. And then they don't remember what about. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so um, usually it's a very simple misunderstanding. You know, if, if someone says something to you, repeat it back and see if you do understand the same thing. Yeah, especially if it's something that's upsetting you, you know. Maybe you might just be taking it the wrong way. Or if you're not taking it the wrong way, it's an opportunity for you to tell them that they're upsetting you. So being harmonious is good. This is another really important one. Create a gratitude practice. Uh, this reminds me of something I saw recently. It was a website where they were listing all of these uh, status updates on Facebook of these people who were being extremely ungrateful. You know, they were saying things like, <laughs> you know, I didn't get a car this year. I hate my parents now. Or, you know, I, I didn't get a white iPod. I've only got the black iPod. You know, F my parents. <laughs> that sort of thing. And uh, that is not an example of gratitude. I, I often remind myself of this, the importance of gratitude, because, you know, there are always other things in life that we would probably want, that we would probably enjoy, but there are so many blessings in life that we do have, and it's important to be grateful for them. People don't respect free. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so. Simplify your morning routine. Do you ever have one of those mornings where getting everyone out the door on time results in shouting, tears, frustration? That could be just for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, does this happen more often than you like? Well, then it's time to revamp your routine. Sit down with a pen and paper and list everything that needs to be done the day before with the aim of stripping your mornings down to the bare bones. You know, breakfast, hygiene, and dressing. Well, hopefully those three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully those three. I just got an image of myself now, you know, being alone at home, shouting at myself, <laughs> crying, like, well, I'm not ready to go. <laughs> but... I I I have been trying to do that over the years because I I tend to leave for work to do jobs early in the morning usually, especially in the summer when it's really hot. So I try to organize everything the day before. So, and then if I do do something the next morning, it was something I forgot. It was just like a last minute. Oops, I forgot this. I'll add that. Not doing everything. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot you can do the night before. And I got a lot of practice at this back when I used to work at 6 a.m. twice a week uh, unloading a truck. <laughs> That's a time when you realize, oh, I need to simplify my morning routine so I can just roll out of bed at, you know, 5.45 and, and not have to wake up earlier. All right, this is another good one. Uh, cut back on activities, allow more unstructured play. Uh, and it, this is one that is, they talk about kids in this one, but it's for, important for adults especially because kids already have an idea, oh, at some point today I'm going to go out and play. But adults may go their entire day without playing and forget to do so. And how about going on vacation and everything is so structured you come back exhausted? <laughs> yeah. I've seen people do that. It's, it's just not worth it. Have some time for unstructured play. It's really... Uh, it's something my friends helped me do, too. You know, they spontaneously wanted to do something, and if I'm free, I'll go do it. Number seven, get more sleep. That's for me, yep. Make sure everyone is getting plenty of shut-eye every night. Um, sleep deprivation raises your risk for cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. Lack of sleep is also linked with risky behavior, um, including bad grades, bad moods, ADD, and bullying. Now we have something else to, <laughs> to worry about. I'm yeah. not getting enough sleep. Now you're going to worry and not get enough sleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried I'm not getting enough sleep, and it keeps me up late at night. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> All right, another one. Uh, I'm a big fan of this one, too. Declutter. Along with making your home a nicer place to be, frequent decluttering sessions may help your family reduce your attachment to material possessions. 
Uh, materialistic people tend to be dissatisfied with their lives. Materialistic kids don't do as well in school and are at greater risk for depression, anxiety, and unhappiness. An uncluttered home will help your family feel less irritable, more productive and focused, and better able to process information. I know I really feel that way, you know, like I, I'm working more and more on decluttering my own space and, uh, you know, any community spaces I'm involved in. And it's just really refreshing to have everything clear, you know, not all these piles of stuff around. Because then your mind gets wrapped up in like, well, where did I leave this thing? Or, you know, what am I going to do next? There's all this stuff here. It, it can really be distracting. Number nine, save money. Make the resolution together. Now, this is easy to say. But part of it is if you create a budget and a savings plan, you can maybe stick to it or at least create a savings account and then, you know, think about delaying your gratification. You know, I need this right now to make myself happy. But what if you saved up money and got something even bigger? You could even be more happy maybe. Or actually having some savings makes it so you don't want that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, savings is good in that way. Uh, and it's, I like the phrase they use here, uh, to live below your means. You know, people are used to living above their means by using credit cards and such to spend extra money. But if you've got, if you can, you live below your means and save a little bit, and then you can go on those spontaneous, playful adventures we mentioned earlier. And number 10, I really love this one, get fit and be healthy. You only get one body to get you through life, and it's important to treat it with care. To live a long, healthy life with your family, make the commitment to eat healthy and get regular exercise together. Uh, I really like this. The way I do it is I jog every day. Uh, once or twice a week, I go to yoga. Yoga is very good for health, mental health, physical health. Uh, it's really helped me recover from some of the problems I was having physically. So uh, this is very important. Uh, and it's very, it's going to be fun, too, you know. I, I can really vouch for this because I know when you're not doing exercise and then you try to start, at first it can seem like a chore. Like, oh, I guess I'm going to go jogging today or I, I guess I'll get myself over to a yoga class or, you know, I guess I'll stretch today. But then once you get in the habit of it, it is actually fun. You know, it's, it gets the endorphins flowing, gets your blood flowing, makes you happy. So that was the top ten resolutions. And I would like you know, people to help us out in what your resolution is. Go, go to our Facebook page, Your Community Spirit, and post what you think is your best one. Mm-hmm. Not the one you're going to actually, let's see, the one you're actually going to do. Mm-hmm. How about that one? Yeah. Not not the, I don't know, not the one everybody picks. What, losing weight, gaining weight, what else do people usually do? Mm-hmm. The, the cliched ones. Yeah. Yeah, not the cliched ones. You know, I guess if you're going to actually do a cliched one then, and, and follow through on it, then share that with us. But anything interesting, unusual, that you actually believe you're going to follow through on. How about that? Hmm. So, all right. The, I do know that this has been a tumultuous year for clean energy. Um, part of it is they have uh, got ri- gotten rid of this program that... Um, helped renewable energy but it helped it so much this year we have the top 10 clean energy stories of 2011 i think this what are we going to do next it's like the end of the world is coming yeah next year is 2012 2012 is coming up in just a couple days (laughs) well this has been an odd year yeah but it's been an odd numbered year 
<laughs> All right, so yeah, let's go through some of these. Uh, here's, <coughs> excuse me, a clean energy stunner. Dun, 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 dun. Renewables, renewable power tops fossil fuels for the first time. Even with a severe financial crisis in Europe and the continued malaise in the U.S., <coughs> excuse me, renewable energy surpassed fossil fuels for the first time in new power plant investments in 2011. There you go. Number two, solar is ready now. Basically, th this has been a year of extreme cost reductions. <laughs> so, and actually, for the first time, I, it'll probably mention it later, but solar actually is on the even keel with regular conventional energies as far as grid parity. Yeah, yeah, grid parity, you know, the cost is reaching the same for both. Uh, let's see. So we've got uh, regional greenhouse gas in initiative adds 16,000 jobs and $1.6 billion in value to northeast economies. Uh, while this greenhouse gas initiative was being implemented, conservative groups like the Americans for Prosperity claimed the regional cap-and-trade program would drive rates up to 90%. But an independent analysis shows that after three years, the program has set a course for its $1.2 billion in ratepayer savings. Number four, pension funds and big companies invested over $1.6 billion in energy efficiency projects. Mm. This record-setting private sector investments in efficiency, proving once again that the biggest companies in the world see enormous value in reducing energy. Uh -huh. You spend money to reduce energy, and that therefore reduces your cost. It's, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, a very it's a simple... Yeah, it's a sound business advance, uh, investment. I think... Business people in particular are able to realize the difference between, you know, well, yes, I do have to spend this extra, you know, amount in a one-time payment, but then my monthly payments are going to go down, and that's definitely worth it. So some other, uh, other news here. Uh, Google Map reveals massive geothermal potential nationwide, effectively an unlimited supply, says Department of Energy Secretary Stephen Chu. The geothermal industry has had its share of troubles financing and building projects in the last couple of years, but a new Google-funded map shows that technically exploitable geothermal resources in the U.S. are equivalent to 10 times our current coal capacity. So the, the earth is hot, it, the energy is in there, and we can make use of it. And even better than that, green jobs reach 2.7 million. The clean economy starts delivering on its promise of high-wage jobs. Despite what we hear from politicians who call green jobs propaganda, Brookings Institute report released this summer showed turbid growth in high-paying, export-heavy green jobs around the U.S. Yes, and Google phases out clean energy research and development in favor of deployment. <laughs> oh, in favor of deployment. Okay. Yeah, I was worried, too, when I started reading that one, but they... They are setting the compelling cost reductions in solar PV. Uh, with over $915 million in clean energy investments to date, Google is emerging as one of the leading players in renewables. In order to make more immediate impact, the tech giant has switched its focus from R&D to deployment. So basically what they're saying there is renewables are ready. Solar Stunner. America is a $1.9 billion exporter of solar products. That's right. With a high-profile trade war against the Chinese brewing in the solar market, it's often forgotten that the U.S. is actually 
a net exporter of solar products to China and the rest of the world. Actually, we invented the solar market, mm -hmm. and you know we've invented the marketing. And with 73 cents out of every dollar spent on solar installation staying within the U.S., the sector is also providing immense domestic value. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Yes. So. <laughs> and uh, here's a little bit about subsidies. What free market? Subsidies have always been a big part of the energy industry. Uh, opponents of strategic government investments in clean energy seem to forget the past. A report on historic government investments showed that the federal commitment to oil and gas was five times greater than the commitment to renewables during the first 15 years of a subsidy's life. So it's the uh, uneven playing field that we've talked about earlier, how they give a bunch of money to oil and a little bit to renewables and then expect them to be on the same price range. I actually don't like subsidies at all if they eliminate subsidies across the board so we actually have, what is that called? <laughs> a free market economy. <laughs> all right, uh, on one more here. Polling reveals that being anti-clean energy is bad politics. Well, if you put it that way, <laughs> of course. Anyone watching the presidential primaries has seen an astonishing reversal from candidates on climate science and the support of clean energy. It turns out that negative rhetoric can actually have negative consequences for mm -hmm. candidates. Yeah. So. I'm glad to see some of those consequences because sometimes, you know, they get up there and yap about... Uh, <laughs> climate change not existing and those sorts of crazy things and it's good to see people not liking that <laughs> so today is the last day of the week of um i just forgot what it's called human rights and well i guess today is the last day of the exhibit of human rights at the siu school of law library recognition of human rights day is one of the ongoing activities and so there's an actual display through the end of December there. So um, today's the last day to see that, and today is the last day, well, maybe tomorrow. But um, it's been a week of, you know, the human rights, starting with the Day of Declaration of Human Rights and yeah. the whole week. So the UN Declaration of Human Rights. Yeah. What else is happening today? Yeah, what else do we have going on today? We've got the, uh, let's see. Well, New Year's is coming up. Yeah. We get to say, see you next year to anybody we see, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, New Year's Day is on Sunday. Yeah. Also got, let's see what else we've got. It's also the anniversary of the baby boomer. How do they do that? They just like arbitrarily uh -huh. pick days <laughs> that say, this is the day, the birth of the first baby boomer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how they can pick a particular day for that, you know. Or a particular person. Yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's one person, you know. You're the first baby boomer. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I've also I saw recently a thing online about how the holiday music that we play around this time is apparently an attempt to recreate the childhood of baby boomers, because the top twenty songs for the holidays, uh, like, like I think eighteen or nineteen of them are in the range that the baby boomers were growing up in. <laughs> so it's like every year we do a ritual where we repeat their childhood. <laughs> Some other holidays coming up. What do we have? So Monday is National Motivation and Inspiration Day. Uh -huh. I do. do mo most people get that day off, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's your chance to sit down and create a motivation and inspiration for the whole year. I usually recommend, or recommend, I usually do, spend two or three days sitting down and reflecting on what I did the last year and actually writing down all my accomplishments 
of the last year and then writing down what I would ac- like to accomplish this year. It's like, you know, wow, I actually did all that and here is what I would like to do. And then, you know, you can compare lists at the beginning or the end of the year or, you know, halfway through the year, see, am I accomplishing what I would like to? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. <clears throat> Some other holidays coming up. Uh, we've got uh, Drinking Straw Day, a uh, day to celebrate drinking straws. Uh, Nas- now it's Tuesday's National Thank God It's Monday Day. It's a little, what? A little confusing. <laughs> That's a little confusing to me. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll celebrate that on Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesday is Dimpled Chad Day and the Solar Eclipse. <laughs> Do they go together? <laughs> it's uh, like I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even want to think about Dimpled Chads. <laughs> but yeah, it's also, let's see, uh, Wednesday is also World Hypnotism Day. How hypnotic. Uh, let's see. Got some other holidays coming up, too. We're just starting to get into next week's. Yeah, next Friday would be the 12th day. Do you do 12 days of Christmas? Oh, uh, no, I don't. I know the song, though. Yeah, it's like... Um, let's, there's one happening that I want to mention. Okay. The, the Shawnee Group Sierra Club does their annual New Year's Day stone soup picnic. I don't know. Have you heard the story of stone soup? Yeah, I have. It's, it's, it's a very interesting story. I highly recommend it. I, of course, learned it as a Native American story of, you know, you're in the middle of winter and people are starving and people, you know, combined what little they had and made this very nutritious and um, soul-lifting, I guess mm-hmm. would be the good word. Yeah. And it starts because, you know, the first person starts boiling water and puts in a stone and says, you know, okay... We're gonna, we, this is what we have, so we're going to have stone soup. And then somebody says, you know, well, well I've, a carrot. I've got a carrot. If you're making some soup, here's a carrot. And, well, if you're making some soup, here's some broccoli, you know. And before you know you it... You don't have broccoli <laughs> in the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah, well, you, <laughs> d- you never know. Nowadays, you might. Yeah, you might. <laughs> um, so every um, New Year's Day, from 11 to 3 at Giant City Park Shelter Number 2, you come, um, you know, bring something to put into the pot, bring something to drink... Um, they do have a giant fireplace there, so it's nice and warm. And then, of course, there's a hike, too. Yeah. So while the soup is cooking, you go on a hike, or after the soup is cooking, or before the soup. You know, it's an ongoing thing every New Year's Day from 11 to 3 at Giant City Parks, shelter number two. Mm-hmm. So um, that's about it. Yeah. We're gonna, we'll see you, see you again on the radio next week. Yep, next week on the oh, radio. Oh, wait, it's not <laughs> next week. Next year. Next year in the future. We will see you again on the radio next year, right here, live, kind of, in person.